Hello, listeners. Thank you for coming back to Fables Around the Table. If this is your first episode, Fables Around the Table is an anthology podcast where we take all kinds of different systems and use them to tell small stories. Our first season, Curse, uses systems in The Curse of the House of Rookwood by Nerdy Pup Games and is available for your streaming pleasure on whatever platform you're listening to right now. This season, titled Tainted Love, uses Visigoths vs. Molgoths, a role-playing game and dating sim. This game was nominated at the 2020 Ennies for Best Writing and was developed by Lucian Khan. The year is 1996, and after a Ouija board spell gone wrong, the 5th century collection of people known as the Visigoths have been transported to the future. Their first conquest? The local mall. This game uses a 2d6 system and focuses on facilitating roleplay between the players. It is described as a roleplaying game and dating sim, so gather your friends and prepare to relive the melodrama of mall culture. This game features a mall filled with gothic-flavored shops and NPCs for your players to explore. This game is also LGBTQIA positive, with representation of all sexuality and gender identities. To celebrate this, Tainted Love is performed by an entirely LGBTQIA cast. Visigoths vs. Mogoths contains the following themes. Religion and spirituality, reverently and irreverently, imperialism, fear of coming out as LGBTQ, Kidnapping, meat-eating and animal products, teens kissing and making out, outsider status, cartoonish violence, shoplifting, illegal drug use, earthquakes, obnoxious subcultural gatekeeping, moral ambiguity, capitalism, and lycanthropy. You can find this on page 30 of both the physical and digital versions of Visigoths vs. Mogoths. You can get yourself a copy of Visigoths vs. Mogoths on itch.io at necromancy.itch.io slash goths. For more information and links, you can find a post with all of this information and more at projectderailed.com. Also of note, we are all adults playing this game, and we felt more comfortable aging up our NPCs to be of legal age due to the romantic angle of our story. In most cases, this means adding about two years to each character, making all characters featured in Tainted Love at least 18 years or older. Remember when playing your own game of Visigoths vs. Smallgoths that all kissing-related activities required informed, enthusiastic consent. Our story begins in the mythical suburb of L.A. in 1997, a full year after Malgoth Razia Baudelaire has summoned the Visigoths from their time. The Visigoths have been able to assimilate into the culture for the most part, but the resentment towards the Malgoths is still there. The Visigoths are not the only ones who have some kind of animosity stemming towards the Hawthorne Shops Mall, however. A chain letter has been passed around the community for about a month now. It reads as follows. Now that you have started reading this, you must finish, or else they'll come for you! Twenty years ago, the Hawthorne shops were built over the ground of the Le Fanu estate. The Le Fanu family helped establish the city and influenced the way of things since their arrival. They funded the library, the city council, and the fire department. They even gave their time to becoming doctors for the town! The family eventually disappeared, leaving the estate abandoned. Or so we thought! <laughs> the ghosts of Count Le Fanu 
The man who established all of these things is enraged that his estate has been destroyed, especially now that it's constantly filled with people who have taken his family's gifts for granted. He knows that all of you love the Hawthorne Mall that was placed on top of his estate and will seek his revenge. <laughs> but he will spare you as long as you send this to ten other people and spread the word about the tragedy that befell Count Lefanu. If not, he'll be seeing you soon and let him have mercy on your soul. Amazing. Jezebel's just gonna right? delete that. <laughs> the email has been spreading like wildfire, and while it screams bullshit, lots of people are taking it seriously. People are receiving it on average of three times a week. Perhaps maybe that's why the management at the mall has decided to commemorate the count in the center of the mall. Everyone knows a statue will be just the thing to make the problem go away. The normal residents of the mall have opinions about the new addition. Some think it's performative. Others think it's a good idea. Others are busy wanting to kiss each other to really notice that there's a change. No matter what, one thing's for certain. Whenever something new comes to the mall, all hell breaks loose. Well, after that long-winded intro, hello! I'm Chelsea Rexinger, and I will be your mall rat for this game. Uh, mall rat, of course, referring to the game master of uh, Visigoths vs. Mallgoths. Um, I'm a writer, an artist, and a candle maker, and uh, you can hear more from me on the previous season of Fables Around the Table, Curse. Um, I played strict grumpy mom Gail Rookwood, hashtag Gail did nothing wrong. <laughs> Um, if you've been following our social media, I'm also involved with a lot of the visual asset creation for Fables. Um, I work on character designs and uh, drawing scenes from the episodes to post so everyone else can uh, see and have some kind of like uh, visualization of what's going on. Um, when I'm not helping out with the podcast, I'm helping to uh, produce tabletop-inspired candles for my candle business, uh, Plot Kindling Candles. Everyone knows that characters are the foundation of a good storytelling experience, so we aim to take the things that make a character special and solidify them into a candle. Right now, we are in the process of releasing a series of D&D-inspired candles on our Etsy shop, releasing two new candles on the first of every month. You can find us at etsy.com slash plotkindlingcandles, or follow us on social media at candlesplot on Twitter and at plotkindlingcandles on Instagram. Uh, I am very excited to be sharing this game with everyone. When I first saw this game on Kickstarter a year ago, I had to back it immediately. It had so much character and I'd never seen anything like it. But what really drew me to it was that uh, even though it wasn't in the 90s since I was still a, a wee child at the time, uh, there was nothing I wanted more when I was a teenager to be a bona fide mall goth. I had the trip mini skirt and the arm warmers and the corset and I just, oh god, I remember judging everyone who'd wear something from Abercrombie and Finch or Hollister because, geez, only dumb preps wear that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping to bring some of that uh, personalized angsty teenage energy to this game. Um, but that's enough about me. I can't really play this game by myself, so let me introduce you to my players. Um, would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Um, hi, I am Fiona L.F. Kelly. Uh, if you listened to the previous season of Fables Around the Table, you will know that I was the chronicler on the last season, and now I get to take a back seat and not do that and have my <laughs> life be a lot easier. Uh, but I'm really, really excited for this season. Uh, should I be introducing my character now? 
Um, just introduce yourself for right now, and then we'll go around and do characters after we've introduced our players. Okie dokie. Um, yeah, I am the editor-in-chief of Project Derailed. Um, I am on another one of our podcasts here, um, Tales of the Voidfarer, I almost forgot its name for a second, where I play Ravnus, a Githyanki pirate. Like I said, I was also on the previous season of uh, Fables Around the Table, and I'm also on the podcast Big Streaming Pile, where our producer on this show and myself talk about bad movies on streaming services. And you can find me at various places around the internet. If you search my name, you'll find that I write a lot of stuff for a lot of different websites. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dan, would you like to go next? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Daniel Walker. I don't really do anything important, so I don't have anything to, like, uh, advertise. But I was on last season of Fables Around the Table and on the live episode of Gen Con, so I'm here again. So there's that. (laughs) Our sweet, sweet baby Jeremy. Yeah. Um, Along with our two previous cast members, we have two brand new cast members to the podcast. Uh, We have Caitlin McKelladen. Hi, uh, I'm Caitlin McClendon. I go by Kitty. Um, I also don't really do a lot as far as, like, online things, except I shout a lot. You were on Curse, though. I was on Curse. Uh, I shout a lot on my Twitter about um, prejudice in tabletop gaming systems and communities. Uh, So my Twitter is at BlackXCat, K-A-T-T. On, and um, I was on the last season of Curse. I guess rolled as Kelly Rickwood in episode three. And I'm currently getting my master's in biomedical sciences in preparation to go to med school. So that's my life. <laughs> and then we have our other friend, uh, Roger Page. Uh, hey there. Uh, my name is Roger Page. Um, I also have no- nothing of note to really promote or plug here. So... Um, yeah, I, I really don't know why I'm a part of this podcast, but I'm glad to be here. And uh, yeah. It's because you're great. Because <laughs> you're our friend. And you're sexy and the best. Yeah, let's go with that. Hell yeah. I know this is a podcast, but everyone should know that Roger has like a killer jawline. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You can't see it, but it's Roger, there. Roger's very attractive. Uh, our game is part dating, so it is of uh, vital importance that we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am definitely <laughs> blushing right now. Hell yeah. I can't high five you guys, but <laughs> high five. Uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. It's like a spiritual um, one. All right. Let's go through everyone again and introduce your character this time. Um, when we are introducing our characters, we will be explaining their name, their pronouns, and their identity. We will get a description of what the character is, relationships, and how they feel about the other goths. And because the goth subculture really came out of music, I asked all of my players to pick a favorite song for their character, and they will then explain what that song means to their character. Uh, but yeah, why don't we go in the same order again? So we'll start with um, Fiona. Um, I am playing one of the Visigoths. Uh, I am playing a Ghost Vintha. Uh, she, her, uh, she also goes by the name Goose. Uh, for short, because I misspelled it as Goose one time in our chat that we have on Facebook. So now <laughs> she goes by Goose. Um, she is a conqueror, Visigoth. Uh, what, what else did you want me to say about her again? Uh, 
Um, just a quick uh, rundown about what she's about and how she feels about the other goths, whether it just be the other mall goths in general and how she feels about um, her other Visigoth uh, teammate. And how gay okay. is she? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Goose, to answer that question, uh, I, I would say Goose is probably like, pansexual because uh, I want to date every single person in this mall. Um, <laughs> as far as, well, actually I'll get into her uh, her description first. Um, Goose really loves animals and uh, specifically horses. She is a little bit of a horse girl, I will say. Yes. Uh, she can often be found on the little like Oh, God, those, like, little motorized horses. I don't know if they have a name, but <laughs> I, I'm going to, I'm going to guess all of her money is in, like, quarters so that she can just, like, keep doing it. But <laughs> <laughs> she can often be found hanging out there, hanging out around, like, uh, gerbil essences. And, um, yeah, it, she wears a big uh, sunflower hat and carries a spear around, and she has a nice, colorful tunic underneath her uh, her denim overalls. Um, as far as the mall goss go, she really hates Raz, I would say, <laughs> um, because Raz is the person who brought her to this time, and she really doesn't want to be in this time. She wants to be back in, like, the 5th century. Um, Jez, uh, Jezebel, I'm... I'm not as sure. She might have sort of, like, uh, mixed feelings about Jezebel, but I don't think that she, like, particularly loves her. Um, Beric? I don't know. How, how does she feel about Beric, Roger? We haven't talked about this at all. Uh, I have no idea. Um, but I'll, I guess I'll give you, like, a little bit of, like, a... Like, uh, Beric is kind of, like... Um like like loki ish <laughs> and Ooh, like terrific. there's no point there's no point in like taking anything seriously because why like clearly our gods are fake now why are we here in this modern time and nothing mm. makes sense everything oh no he's hot nothing's real <laughs> everything is forbidden kind of thing okay so it's like um, fuck it like destroy the system kind of thing all right then based on that i would say that her feelings towards Barrick are that she like she sort of, like, clings to him in some senses because he is also probably the only other person from the 5th century wandering around this mall, but um, but she definitely has some feelings uh, in regards to all of that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, an ally by default, but also sort of, like, there's probably a little bit of contention there. Um, and her, uh, her favorite song would be A Hand in My Pocket by Alanis Morissette. Nice. I like it. Uh what, why is that? Um, I think that would be because it's sort of like, it's a song that makes her feel like she needs to, like, rally. Like, she knows, being, like, a conqueror and warrior, um, she knows that she just can't let herself be defeated. So that song being, like, more on the upbeat side kind of, like, gets her rallying, gets her going at her lowest moments and uh, makes her feel like, okay, I can do this. I can, like, figure this all out and uh, manage to get through this as best I can. Perfect. That's very sweet. Mm-hmm. She's my sweet little horse girl. Um, so then next, Dan, why don't you tell us about um, Razia? Yeah, uh, Razia is uh, the mall's local witch goth. Uh, pronouns are they, them. Uh, they are, if I'm not mistaken, based on the, the image drawn by our, our lovely uh, game master... <laughs> Uh, they are the tallest of the mall goths, or uh, tallest of the goths in general. With yes, <laughs> yeah. So like very tall, 
kind of imposing. They've got like almost like a lion's mane of red hair, but it's more badass in my opinion. Uh, fashion sense wise, very goth punk. Uh, but regardless of what they're wearing, they've got their like orange reddish tinted glasses that tie everything together in their opinion. Uh, opinions of people, Jez and Roz go way back. So very positive, very little could change that. Uh, yeah. Goose is decidedly okay. She's not (laughs) bad, but horses are a very strange things to get strange thing to get attached to. Uh, and then Barrick, Barrick is hot. We'll see where that goes. Clearly being the person who like summoned these, these Visigoths into the mall. Uh, my, my abilities were good at picking out the hot ones. And unfortunately out of the two that I am (laughs) most acquainted with, only one of them is acceptable because he's not weirdly into horses. Hey. Uh, and then. <laughs> and then uh, Roz's favorite song is Don't Get Me Wrong by The Pretenders. It's a song about love, and it's probably originally meaning like romantic love, but there's a lot of types of love, and they're all like really cool to experience. So. Do you have any relationships with anybody in the mall? Ah, uh, uh, like, with, like, the starting relationship stuff? Like, with the clerks? Uh, mm-hmm. I have one so far, and it's, I have a crush on Barrick, and it weirds me out, because technically he should be dead, right? <laughs> <laughs> like. It's not technically wrong? <laughs> yeah, like, he's here now, and that's cool, but he shouldn't be, so, like, eh. And, uh... Isn't, isn't he technically, like, thousands of years old? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like vampire standards, yes, but none of us are vampires. <laughs> that we know of. That we know of. Or are we? That makes it sexy, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's Roz. Perfect. Uh, Kitty, tell us about Jez. Jezebel Rain Drake is indeed her real name. Um, she is 18. <laughs> She's an Aquarius. Hello. Uh, <laughs> she, her. Uh, and she's bisexual AF because I also want to be able to date everyone. I should have mentioned that too, huh? Yeah. Is, is Razia also bi? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's a goth punk, atheist black woman. Uh, purple and black is her aesthetic. She has like long, light, purple dreads and she wears a a half up half down like bun style she has like medium brown mahogany toned skin she has glasses brown eyes she's the shortest of all of the goths (laughs) even in her big clumpy mary janes (laughs) she uh rocks her piercings and her fishnet shirt and she's a theater tech mall goth she was a stage manager in all of her high school productions so she's sick of everyone's bullshit, basically, is the shorthand <laughs> of that. Uh, her favorite song is probably Rebel Girl by Bikini Kill, because that's both who she loves and who she wants to be. And she loves that there's a hardcore feminist band out there for her, like Bikini Kill. And she and Razzie are best friends. They have been for years, so that's probably not going to change. She doesn't really know either of the Visigoths too well, because she hasn't wanted to. <laughs> um <Ouch. laughs> 
She's mostly just like been getting annoyed that they're still stomping around their mall as like they own the place, especially since, you know, Ghost Finta in particular is being really protective of Kelly, someone who was Jezebel's friend before the Visigoths even ended up here. So I will fight you. (laughs) 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 Wonderful. And then Roger, can you tell us about um, Beric? Uh, yeah, so Beric Radimir uh, is a uh, charlatan of Visigoth, and uh, his pronouns are he, him. And um, he is a um, bi-curious, uh, questioning boy. And, um, you know, I think um, Beric, after being transported to the 90s, kind of throws away all of his pre-existing notions that he had about religion and his own sexuality and these kinds of things. So everything is kind of in flux for him. And he also is taking this very, what, what is the truth about anything um, in life kind of stance um, and doesn't really also see uh, much point in being overly serious about anything. So um, Beric is also really into music and hangs out a lot at Big Disc Energy and uh, has a good relationship um, with, uh, I, I guess it's Jimena. Yes. Jimena? I don't know that how we're going to pronounce her name. Um, so, yes, hangs out with her um, and talks about music. And that's where um, Beric got to find his favorite song, which is Losing My Religion by Hell R.E.M. Yeah. Um, and perfectly uh, encapsulates his feelings on um, losing uh, his Germanic uh, polytheism that he kind of grew up with and uh, questioning a lot of the things that he kind of understood before his life completely changed. Um, so, yeah, he's a pretty silly kind of guy. Um, doesn't really see much point in being overly serious and um, loves um, the naivete of our resident horse girl um, and thinks that Goose is, is adorable but very naive um, and does not really care for uh, Jez whatsoever. Um, <laughs> but thinks that Roz clearly has a crush on him and doesn't know how to feel about that. I see. <laughs> Perfect. So I feel like I know all the good parts of your characters now, but we have one more thing to do before Ooh. we can get playing. Ah, uh, yes. And that is assigning embarrassing traits to everybody. Very nice. Um, you guys can open your books to page 36 if you'd like to look at the list. I will also uh, read them to you. Um, but the way that assigning embarrassing traits work is that the other team gets to pick what your trait is. Um, and then you have the ability to either accept that and take that trait as your own, or say, nah, I don't want that, and pick two separate traits for yourself. Um, so we'll start with um, the Visigoths and uh, Gosvintha. Your The uh, embarrassing traits for the Visigoths include being allergic to metal, uh, being a bad dancer, being dumped by a famous lover, having a fear of animals, uh, following a modern religion, or wishing you were Roman. Do do either of the Malgas have a particular favorite for Gosvintha? I think Gosvintha being a bad dancer would track really well, but that's my personal thing. I don't know what you're thinking, Dan. Uh, I was thinking wish you were Roman because they also are super into horses. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's good rationale. I like it. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into wishing wishing you were one. I think Fiona could pull that off really funnily. 
Um, okay, I'm going to reject that because that sounds extremely hard. <laughs> um, hmm. Then I'm going to pick a bad dancer and uh, dumped by a famous lover. Perfect. I know you're kind of on the spot. Do you have an idea of who your famous lover might be? Um, uh, so I do have an idea, um, and I think it would be really funny given parts of my backstory, um, but can I have the Magister Militum Gainus be my Absolutely. famous lover? Absolutely. <laughs> just made that up. Okay. What a goddamn nerd. <laughs> I have no idea who that is, but well done. <laughs> I also learned a little bit of, of goth for this game i i got way into this in like the weirdest <laughs> ways <laughs> yes you you will need to constantly be checking me on my pronunciation because it will be I, bad <laughs> you know I'll, honestly a lot of this is just going to be guessing also i'm a linguist for people who didn't know why i got way too into this <laughs> is that i studied uh lingu- linguistics as far as my master's degree so that's oh why but you didn't want to got... do the pig latin one okay yeah no that's not way too hard <laughs> I was also like, because I have some like uh, gothic like prayers like ready to go, and I was just like, I don't know how to do pig Latin in gothic, so I'm gonna I'm gonna reject that one. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, then for Barrick, uh, what kind of embarrassing trait should he have? Either bad dancer or allergic to metal. Uh... I like to think that I'm allergic to the genre of metal. Like, <laughs> music yeah i'm actually okay if we want to do that <laughs> i'm just like Ugh. yeah <laughs> that sounds perfect for for me if that is okay with you roger uh yeah i think that's hilarious <laughs> perfect um and then we'll turn to the malgoss the embarrassing trait list for malgoss include bad taste in music a cracking voice you don't understand slang you've got overprotective parents you go to a prep school, or you are a terrible poet. Um, we'll start with uh, Jezebel Vizigas. Do you have any uh, preference on an embarrassing trait for Jezebel? I'm kind of feeling overprotective parents. I don't know what you're. I also Roger. was leaning that way. Yeah. No, I was totally leaning that way. I love it. Yeah, overprotective parents. I accept that because that's pretty fitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. Perfect. And then um, for Razia, what do you guys think would be a good embarrassing trait for them? Don't say cracking voice, because I'll just do that anyway. <laughs> It'll just happen. I almost, I don't know, I'm leaning a couple of them. Like, terrible poet, prep school student mm-hmm. are, like, the two that jump out initially. I will say that um, Raz and Jez do go to the same school. Well, did that you know of? Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> they, they are they are really committed to keeping up the act. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I, I think I'm leaning terrible poet. Yeah, terrible poet sounds okay, good. Okay, I guess I'll just like in between games, just write out a handful. Yeah, that works for me. Perfect. All right, and with that, we have our fully built characters ready to play. Join us next week, August twenty sixth for our first episode of Fables Around the Table, Tainted Love.
It's 1997. There's been a turf war between the Visigoth of the 5th century and the Malgoths of today raging for a full year. Now, with the mysterious chain letter creating new conflict, the Goths will fight for dominance over the Hawthorne shops. But what happens when feelings get in the way? We're just gonna go mess with the Visigoths. Beric's just gonna make like kissy sounds. There's just like a coy little wink back. To woo a dark heart. This woo your dark heart. She's so pretty and she makes my heart beat so fast and I don't know why. Visigoths, Malgoths. I guess the most important thing is that I'm free. Join Project Derailed as they play any nominated Visigoths vs. Malgoths. Fables Around the Table, Season 2, Tainted Love. Sometimes, love bites. ProjectDerailed.com